Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 190. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Bruh, 190 episodes. We are 10 away from two centuries. What is life? <laughs> we are two episodes from 200 years. Uh, did I say two? I meant 10. You said centuries. Yeah, two. Which is a time, correct? Yeah. Clint, look up century. Anyway, <laughs> as we were saying, yeah, it is crazy, though. I, from 200 shows, I'm shocked by that as well. Oh, man. I, um, who who would have thought? You know hey, what's funny? No one. No one would have thought. One thing that I found funny about this is, because mm-hmm. on Sundays, when you know when we're doing church and after after the sermon's Uh-oh. over and service is over everything, yeah. oh, what's going on? I have on my shirt. Sorry. <laughs> Every time, every Sunday... We, we play Real Talk on the foyer. Well, it's a playlist on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't put it in a playlist, yeah. like it'll loop to a random video after it's done. So you have to oh, do yeah. a playlist. Sure. Well, this playlist is huge, and it starts from the pilot. So you have to scroll for like 10 minutes to get to like the latest episode, and it's just getting longer and longer, and I feel so bad for everybody who has to do it because you just have <coughs> to sit there for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if uh, it's funny. No one's doing that, but it's nice that they. <laughs> no one's doing that. I'm like, well, although I it do. is funny to go watch the pilot and watch this one. Dude, we were so filled with just joy and the possibilities <laughs> of life. The possibilities. And now you come to us and it's like we're weathered cowboys that have been out on the range for 50 minutes. Because <laughs> we. <laughs> Everyone's wondering what this is in my hand if you're seeing the video. This is some sort of fidget thing. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Sydney. Who yeah. will never see this? No. Ever, ever, ever. Probably not. She will. There's no problem to it. She don't watch the show. But she got this for me. I'm not sure what she was trying to imply. But I have. I do know that a lot of people that have watched the show have said, "Todd, you don't, you don't pay attention, and you're writing and you're doing things." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so now I will just do this as I listen. It, it is. It's, it's oddly satisfying to watch. Yeah, man. Watch this, mm, dude. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what is podcast, it? It's some sort of little, just messing with the yeah, some fidget. sort of little fidgety thing, guys. It looks like uh, two key rings together that's with these little uh, spinners on it. Yeah. So anyway, that's what that what is. A cool thing. Yeah. One ninety though. One ninety. <clears throat> I'm supposed to. We got to get to business here. No, we got a lot true. to do. So I blame me. <clears throat> Welcome. What's real talk? Opportunity. A moment. Talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this video and or podcast, you will see a link. You can type it in your phone, copy and paste, etc. www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. If you go to the bottom of that page, you see submit a question. Click it. It's going to pull up a form fillable box. Type your question, your comment uh, about God, life, Christianity, something you've always wondered. Maybe you're someone that isn't a Christian. You're not, quote, religious, end quote, and you just want to know more about Christianity or Christ, but you've had no one in your life that you can ask that in a safe way where you feel like you'll get a real answer, here's the place for that. We're not going to be offended by those, and we Sit. want to answer um, those questions. Or maybe you're a Christian, but you're disconnected from the body right now. You're not involved in a church, or you just don't feel comfortable asking these questions to your pastor or someone you know. Maybe it's sensitive, so now you have that opportunity. Um, we don't promise to always have every perfect right answer, but mm-hmm. we do promise to take your question seriously to give you an answer and hopefully you'll be inspired to find uh, some of them yourself, maybe, and look in the Bible. And, and feel free to check the things we say by looking at the Bible. There you go. That's it. So <clears throat> I forgot to mention that any question you put into that 
Uh, I'm so sorry to cough in your ear, by the way. But any question you do submit is completely anonymous. Mm-hmm. Could not find you if we tried. It's entered into our database anonymously. Yep, couldn't find you. So we got a lot of questions today, some good ones. Oh, yeah, man. <clears throat> um, but uh, before that, AJ, I think you have something to share about the Real Talk Real Ones Club. <laughs> the Real Talk Real Ones Fan Club, where you can pay. We have two tiers, $15 a month or $30 a month. And what does that get you? It gets you exclusive content that we will give you, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, both tiers get that. Yeah, both tiers will get that. But if you're part of our second tier of $30 a month, you guys get an exclusive merchandise every single month from us. So shout out to, I believe it was Sierra, uh, Triple B, and, and uh, ooh, I mean, tr- uh, Mad Max. Well, oh, oh, almost almost revealed his identity. And Mad Max, you guys all got an uh, uh, exclusive hoodie, real talk. Yeah, they're hoodie. actually really sweet. And they're pretty cool. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, I've been told that it's very Saved by the Bell esque. They're awesome, man. Also. Mad Max said that they were incredibly soft. Nice. Incredibly soft. So, and listen, high-quality products exclusively for you if you pay $30 a month to us. Yeah, and, I mean, you're going to get that back. And also, you know, you're not doing it just for the merchant stuff. You're doing it because you're investing in a ministry and a show yes. that encourages and blesses other people. And I'm telling you, you know, we joke around a lot, and we sort of uh, deprecate ourselves a lot, tear ourselves down. Um, but this show has really impacted people. And yeah, I know some man. of you out there have listened have told us that, and we take that seriously. So this show actually takes money. We would love if some people outside of the church that sponsor the show would dive in and be willing to commit to that. It is a nonprofit. All the, the funds go directly back in the show. You can claim that on your taxes, all that beautiful stuff. Boom, there it is, man. Um, so those on Tier 2, you know, Real Talk, Real Ones, you're also going to be getting another piece of merch within the next two weeks, and then another one to catch you up. And then at that point, I think we're caught up. Yep, and then you're back on. We're back on track for December, right? Back That's on correct. Track. So you'll be getting three new things here probably within the next like three weeks is the goal. Oh um, yeah, to catch you up. So I'm really excited. If you like the sweatshirt, I think you'll like some of the other stuff. Absolutely, man, for sure. And what I'm about excited. tier one, man? What about their content? When's it? Isn't there? We have one ready, right? Uh, it needs some tweaking, but mm-hmm. other than that, it, it's almost ready. So yeah. I'm excited to give it to you guys. Some cameos, some fun things. Oh, I've even yeah. thought about tier one. You know, it'd be funny. And cool is if we call them in the middle of the show. That's a great them. idea. I love. You them. want me to do that right now? Sure. This is part of our tier one. <laughs> I'm gonna call one of our tier one people right now. Nice. This is and here's the thing: we won't, um, we won't do this typically always because I don't know your phone number. <laughs> Every single show. <laughs> oh man, this is exciting. Who are you gonna pick? Um, I'm going to tell you, there's only, how many people are in tier one? I thought there was only one. Fun turn. I'm pretty Fun sure. Turn, Fun turn's got a nice little, I believe he's got a spreadsheet. I do have a spreadsheet. I'm nice. trying to be more organized. I have to, I had to take a look at myself and realize the, the video. truth. I uh, we, so we any. got, we got two people in Hello? tier one. Oh, oh, we got some. Hello? Is this Krista? Krista, this is Todd Bland from Real Talk, and we're calling you right now live on the show. <laughs> and I, <laughs> there we are. And we just wanted to give you a shout out to the public, to the world, to the millions of viewers that could possibly see this show. That we, we love you and appreciate you, and you um, are one of our real ones that we love. AJ, what would yes. you like to say? 
Krista, thank you so much for your dedication, your faithfulness to the show. <laughs> we love you very much. Do you appreciate how, how professional AJ just was for you, Krista? Dude, that was so professional. <laughs> I think I might cry. See? <laughs> there we go. How's your day going? Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's been a very awful I'm day. I'm sorry to hear that. But you know what I like about this? You guys made it better. Thank you. And yes. you know what I like about that, Krista, is you were being real. And that is uh-huh. real talk. And that's what real talk's all about. So, hey. That's why I'm one of the real ones. There we go. Hey, we oh, do love man. you, though, Krista, and we wanted you to know that and appreciate you and we're thinking about you. I do, we do hope your day gets better. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, um, you know, since I know you, I will uh, reach out to you later and see what's going on. But we love you. I love you guys, too. Have a great day. Good show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you, Krista. Bye. You know, Boom. That, that happened. was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was you know, the best part about this is in post-edit, AJ's going to be so shocked. That who's it, who's so in number well. two? Who's the second one? Uh, the second one is uh, Fun Guy. Oh. Really? Oh, oh yeah, fun, fun Guy. guy. All right. He's, <laughs> he's the there. fun guy, and, then, and he uh, grows on you. Uh, Mad Max is in Tier 2. Sierra's Tier 2. Greg is Tier 2. Nice. And uh, I haven't gotten an update from this last Sunday, but it's supposedly those are the only ones that we got so far. Okay. Hey, you know what? The real ones may be small, but it is ever-growing. So if you go. guys are interested, remember, making another call right now. $15 a month for Tier you 1. You could get a random call two. in the middle of your <laughs> day. You get a random call in the middle of the day. Here we uh, go. It's ringing. This is very exciting. Yeah, isn't it? Do-do-do. But also, I really do How cool was that that she just took the time to be real even? It's true, man. Yeah. It's true. He's not. I'm pretty sure he's at work. I hope he picks um, up. I think, uh, I think he's he's about at work. About. He's about off at work. I think. Look at him. He doesn't want it. He'll call me back though. Guarantee you. He'll, he'll call you back. This is another one of those. See? <laughs> you guys hear that? All right, I'm not gonna let his number get. <laughs> anyway, you guys saw it. Try to call him, but here, shout out to him. We'll get this stuff going soon. This is oh, fun, yeah. man. This, this is, is awesome. Old, real <laughs> and talk. By the way, words. that is not all you're going to get, but we did want you to know publicly we love you and appreciate you. Absolutely. And listen, Tier 2 got some love. They're rocking these sweatshirts. And Mad Max awesome. came into the gym with it on. It was awesome Heck yesterday. yeah, man. It's so f- hilarious that I told you it looked like Saved by the Bell, and you're kind of like, hey, hey, and then three or four people after. I know. Me. Including the place that um, created, like, we created the design. You created the design. But yes. they ended up printing the sweatshirts and stuff. Yep, and the lady was like, huh, it looks like Saved by the Bell. And I was like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, I was funny. like, I've never even seen Saved by the Bell. Which, that alone is a problem. Uh, yeah. I'm, is it surprising, though, no. with all the other things <laughs> no. that he hasn't seen? I'll tell you this. I was in love with Kelly. If you ever know who that is, if you ever watch Saved by the Bell, just oh, he's Googling Kelly right now, you're going to see. I had a huge crush on Kelly. Kelly Kapowski. That was her name in the show. Saved. I bet any of you out there watched uh, Saved by the Bell, even if it was the... The later ones. They did like a bunch of them. Yeah, I wasn't say did. I was like a super fan, but I definitely saw the show. Oh, I know her. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> Why'd I say it so creepily? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway. She's very pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> How old is she now, dude? Well, let me see. I bet she she's is. I'm gonna wait, wait. I'm gonna okay. guess I'm gonna guess forty eight. All right, you're gonna guess forty eight years old. She's forty eight years old. <laughs> I'm a bad man. <laughs> Dang, dude. I've I'm actually uncannily decent at You doing are, that. man. You're oh, good yeah. at guessing those ages. <laughs> anyway. That was that was something. It was a good show. So anyway, far. we'd love to have you. Where do you go to do this? Hey, you can go to W. Guys, I'm going to say this. Now, yeah. I am disappointed <laughs> about this. We have still not put this on the website so they can go, and it's a direct, like, the real ones get their own pay. We need to get going on that. And That's I'm saying true. this right now on the show. We have a lot going on, I know. The crew's got to step up on that. we got to get this going. So let's get on that. But in the meantime, you can go to www.theremnant.life. There'll be a drop-down box. 
If you click the drop down box and go to Real Talk, enter in the 15 to 30, or it could be um, above, <clears throat> you will be entered into that show. Then what we would like you to do, and in the meantime, and I know this might seem odd, is we need you to go to www.therenment.life slash real dash talk. And for now, soon we'll have it up on the website. I promise you guys, eventually mm-hmm. that's going to happen, Lord willing. Um, and then use the, the question box to give us your address. We're yes. not going to stalk you, but that's what we're going to use to send you your merch. Oh, yeah. Particularly if you're in tier two. If you're in tier one, we need your email address. So we can send you, so we can send you all that content. So mm-hmm. um, just use that to, to do so. If you have any questions, you can uh, message us. Message us through the Facebook page, through the various social media, or oh, yeah. even using that link. Awesome. There we go. <clears throat> there we go, man. Well done, Toddy B. Hey, you did it, my friend. Oh, hey, guess who's calling me? Awesome. Fun guy. Fun guy. <clears throat> Hello? Hey, what's up? Hello, fun guy, Austin. I want you to know something right now. We are calling you live from Real Talk episode 190 <laughs> to let you know that you are appreciated and loved and thank you for being a part of our Real Ones fan club. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I got AJ here. He's got a little message for you as well. Austin, I love you very much, my man. Thank you so much for being a part of the, the fan club, and thank you so much for taking the time and your resources to support the show. We love you, man. Did you hear that? Yeah, I love you guys, too. I really appreciate all you guys do. I really believe in the ministry behind it, and I really look forward to watching this episode live now. Live, but hey, you know what? You will get to do that, hopefully. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> how's your day been, man? Really good thoughts and conversations. Nice. Just with God and just a lot of my thought process on like how really truly special like life is. Just mm. I'm just kind of like processing and dealing with on myself and just not going to too much details. Like it's really is a gift from God. Like how we live and like why we're here. Mm. And just life is just so special. I just I'm learning to not take moments for granted. You know, dude, you're not gonna believe this, but that first off, that's awesome. But secondly, yeah. it's crazy because that fits in with a discussion AJ and I had before the show. It's true. Very, so kind, very you, similar. You kind of ministered to us just now. Absolutely. So thank you for encouraging us. By, I'm serious. I'm not even making that up. Yeah. So within the last 45 minutes. So thank you so much, dude. We want you to know you're special. We appreciate you. Uh, we got more for you. You know, the other content's coming. But we want you to know that you are one of only two people that we have ever, well, I think, called. I think show. so. So appreciate you. Well, I feel really honored and special. <laughs> you should. No, <laughs> We love you, dude. Appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. All right, see you, man. Love you, man. Bye. Bye. There you go. That's what we do around here. Fun guy, Austin. I guarantee that's gonna be interesting. I guarantee you that you're they're gonna be able to. They heard all that. I think so. I think yeah. I think these yeah. mics are pretty. Was it fairly it, clear? Not as not as good as Krista's, but it was still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll probably try to. That's shocking too. because uh, I had to use a social media one to get a hold of her because I don't have her. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I called him directly. Anyway, that was an interesting moment, huh? What a cool thing, man. That was fun. That's almost something I want to do more often. Yeah. Well, we'd have to have friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to have friends. we got to have some real ones. Gosh dang it. That's hilarious. But, yeah, man, that was was cool. You know what's funny? This reminds me. This, This is super random. But that reminds me of... And I don't know if they still do it, but there used to be an option whenever we would go live, whether it was on a Sunday or if it was Real Talk Live, 
we would they would they would give certain people that say it would say bring them on camera and i always wanted to do it so bad because i was like what does this even entail what does this look like i've never seen it in my life but i never did it clearly because i didn't want to send the invite and someone's randomly on our screen so it's exciting man oh yeah so i don't know if they still do that anymore but it was just that's what that reminded me of I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't hear anything you said. That's okay. What did you say? Okay. <laughs> well, that was, listen, I want to make this clear. That was the only time I've actually done that to where I didn't hear a single thing. What did you say? I was talking about how, like, when, like, doing yeah. the calling thing, yeah. it reminded me that there used to be options. And I, don't, I don't know if there still is, but when we used to go live on Sundays and then also go live on Real Talk Live, they would, it would, it would pop up an option. <laughs> I don't want them to see the can. Oh free advertising. Gosh. Anyway, go on. It's ridiculous. No free ads. <laughs> what were you saying, though? Um, and so it would pop up an option to like it would say like put this person on camera, like oh it would yeah, give you that yeah I do remember that. I, I remember never that. did it because I was scared to well, do it. But I was always so curious, exactly. But yeah. I was always so curious. But that doing that and calling people—that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, you know what? You just remind me that it would be cool. But secondly, you just remind me that would be something to do in the future. Um, go ahead. What were you gonna say? They don't oh, do it anymore. I don't know if they do or not, but I know there are specific like platforms that mm-hmm. are like have like really nice like software for gotcha. that to bring people on camera with you and all that. We should probably address the fact that we didn't go live last week. AJ was uh, horribly ill. Oh yeah. Um, on on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. On uh, Thanksgiving. He Day. ruined Thanksgiving. I did. So ruin no, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But he really was very very ill. It's true. I went I went um, to my family's houses and hardly did anything. Yeah. <laughs> I so. felt bad. Because they yeah. were all like, yeah, it's exciting to have family around. And I was like laying on a couch <laughs> away from everybody. Good, yeah. yeah. I do feel bad. I joked with him. Dude, this stuff happens to you a lot on holidays. And I feel bad for mm-hmm. you. Man. I really do. It's I know weird. I give you a hard time. But it is kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, man. My past two birthdays even, I've been yep. sick on both my past two birthdays. I mean like sick. Mm-hmm. Like laying down, not even doing anything. Just laying there because I was like- sick. Taking like Mucinex right before and like <laughs> just vitamin just, C, just, just take, like get ready. Like just take medicine before, before just because yeah. I know it's gonna come. Oh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But yeah, th- thanks for addressing that because I, I would have yeah, forgot to do that. So yeah, sorry that we did not go live last week, guys. Yeah, we'll be back this Thursday at eight thirty, hopefully. So, <laughs> Lord willing. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. AJ, I'm supposed to ask you according to the show notes here to okay. catch me up in your life, man. How's things going? It's been real up and down. Um, you know, you mentioned it, you know, you kind of, you mentioned it to Austin when we called him earlier about, you know, that we had a really good conversation. We did. Um, tears were flowing for me. Um, my eyes got allergies in (laughs) and you know, it's one of those things, dude, where like, you know, I know I mentioned it on the show. I can't, I think it was the last, I think it was two weeks ago on 188, but I talked about how, like when you do things like, like when you're actually doing things. Like reading, reading the Bible, praying, and actually being intentional about it can change your life. And I, you know, I remember being encouraged in that episode. And in this one, you know, I'm encouraged by the fact that I'm noticing it, but I was also discouraged in the in the sense that, like, okay, I stopped doing it again. Mm. You know, so it's just annoying. But um, what's cool about it though is it's the opportunity to finally, you know, one thing that I've that you've you pointed out to me in that conversation we had was that, <clears throat> you know. I've kind of been in a, in, a, in a little bit of a funk for a while now. You know, I've I've had my ups and downs. Like, I've been in good places and I've been in bad places. But in general, I've kind of been in a funk. And at, at the end of the day, it's because mm-hmm. I haven't been wanting to choose to live outside of myself. And, um, you know, all it takes, and you even said it, all it takes, is, even if it's just one day, mm-hmm. sometimes all it takes is just one day to turn everything around. You know, and so for me, you know, I, w- I want today to be the day where I turn it around, you know. 
where I'm living confidently again in the Lord and I'm it's actually good, following him and, and I'm, I'm focused on others and not myself. And I, and I'm not, I'm not just in my emotions waiting for things to change. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm relying on the truth of what God tells me who I am and what, what his promises are. And, um, I haven't done that in a long time, man. And that's probably why I've been in this funk and like, so, you know, all it does, all it takes is a day, like you said, you know, all, all, and, and that can change everything. So I want today to be that day. That's really good, man. That's really good. Do you feel more hopeful in general? I do, man. I, I feel, you know, after that conversation we had, you know, it started, you know, if I'm honest, you know, I was kind of hopeless, you know, and that's, that's where my, that's kind of where I've been emotionally if I, is I've had that kind of that, that hopeless this feeling of like, nothing's going to get better. You know, I'm just going to be stuck in this same loop that I'm stuck in and like, by the end of the conversation, I was like, you know what, man, there is hope. You know, I don't have to sit here. You know, it's my choice. You know, I, I you even asked me, okay, because you asked me, what are all these issues you're having? And I told you all these issues. And you said, are all those in your control or out of your control? And I said, they're in my control. And you said, that's great. Mm. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. It is great because then I can make those decisions. So mm-hmm. to, to choose, like, I can choose to change them. So it's like, man, so I know, I'm, you know, to all you who've listened consistently, I don't know if it's a broken record or not yet, but like, man, today's the day that I want to choose that and I'm going to choose it. And, and, you know, things are going to be different because, man, I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm tired of just living in the emotions mm-hmm. of life because it's so inconsistent and just lets you down all the time like you can't trust it you know you just can't trust your emotions and that's what I've done and you even reminded me like that's kind of how I've lived my entire life is I've lived most of my life just relying on emotions to get me through whether that's my own value or whether that's to push me to do something and like it's never been actions it's always been emotion so you know choosing action man the thing I'm pretty emotional guy too man the thing about emotions I've had to learn over the years emotions are good you know God gave us emotions. He he, we're even shown he feels emotions in some way, right? Whatever it looks yeah. like for God, because he says things like love and anger and jealousy and all those kinds of things. And the jealousy is a different jealousy in itself is not all bad, by the way. That's a different topic. But um, the thing I've learned about emotions, man, is you know they're really you can't trust them, no, because they can lead us astray. And they're really more of a barometer, right? Meaning they sort of show us what's going on in our hearts. They're showing us what's going on in our life. They're useful for that, right? So when I'm sad or I'm down, it helps us to figure out what's going on, right? Because it makes us look at our life and go, okay, something's going on. Something, yes. Something's off. So, you know, emotions are beautiful and they're such a blessing. But, and it's so, but they can't run your life. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, naturally our flesh is going to want things contrary to God, right, in God's way. And mm. because our emotions are a part of our flesh and they're not fully sanctified, meaning they're not made holy, right? There's parts of us that are still being transformed to be more like Jesus. They just sometimes can, like, they just lie to us. And I think the biggest thing, I don't know if you feel this way, the biggest thing with emotions is when you're sad, right, or you're down, yes. is, is that it makes you feel like that's permanent. Oh, dude. You get what I'm saying? Yes, so feelings feel so permanent. Yes. <laughs> feelings feel. That's funny. But they, it feels so permanent. It's like tattooed on me. <clears throat> yeah. And like, that's the lie, right? Because we uh-huh. know, and that's when you always talk about, you know, suicide. When people do that, they're really hurting, but what they're doing is making a, a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. <sighs> because even though it seems like, you know, even if it went two years, right? And again, I've, I've been there, depression, all those kinds of things. When you look at the big scope of your life, mm-hmm. 
it's not the majority and it will, there's hope, right? And I think that's the beauty um, of God's promises is, is, is not that we're not going to have moments of sadness and have moments of depression, but that he's coming, right? Man. Uh, his mercies are new every day. So it's cool to hear you say that, man. I think I can hear in your voice there's a little more hope. Yeah, man. So hopefully that gives people encouragement out there that are struggling too. Yeah, if you're out there and you are struggling, like just remember who God is. Remember who, who you are in him, you know, and I, I'm, I'm right there along with you. I'm right there with you who, you know, maybe you're struggling to remember that. I'm with you. And just remember that you can cling to God's word. You know, one thing that Todd has taught me and, and that I, I try to cling to is, is Romans 8.1. There's no condemnation in Christ. Amen. You know, you're not what your mind is telling you. You, know, you are renewed. You're a new creature. So remember that. Good man. Yes. But how about you, Toddeth, Toddy B, Todd <coughs> Todd B. Um how are you? What's the life of the highway, the highway of life treating you? I'm trying to think of how to put it into words, man. I, I understand. I, I'm in a place of because hmm, I don't I'm trying to really put I thought you can tell this is real because I have not prepped this. Yep. There's hesitation. So buying time. Buying time. I'm in a place of acceptance and a place of, um, man, what is the word? Like, I just have to walk. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of times, this is how I feel. You guys maybe relate to this. There's people watching. <clears throat> Let's say relationally. This is an easy one to use in, but it can be applied to anything in life. Say that you have, you know, you're, you're in an argument with someone you're in a relationship with, whether it's brother, sister, mom, dad, wife, husband, whatever. <clears throat> and, you know, it takes two to tangle, right? So if you're having a disagreement, you're having a fight, you're having a, a break in a relationship, right? A tough time in any sort of relationship. Both people probably contributed to it getting there to some degree. Yeah. <clears throat> because we can only control ourselves should we look at that. But at the end of the day, this is what I've always thought. Say that both people help to get in this hole. And the whole being the problem in the relationship. Yeah. Someone has to be the one to say, we got to get out of this. And this is how we're going to get out of it. Yes. And what I found out a lot of times in life is, despite who I am, I want to, sometimes my control can come out in the fact that I want the other person, I want to make the other person get out of the hole. I want to force them out. Hmm. And the problem with that is, you know, they might be yelling at me and saying, well, it's your fault we're in this hole. Maybe it is. Maybe it is partly. And I'll, I'll circle around of where I'm coming from here. <clears throat> and so in those moments, I'll, I'll feel guilty or ashamed maybe, and I want to, like, force them out. Okay, well, here's how we get out, and I want to make them get out. <clears throat> and, you, and the thing about life is then you can end up getting mad at them because in that moment all you're thinking of is, why aren't you letting me pull you out of this hole? Why aren't you doing what I'm telling you to do to get out of this hole? <clears throat> and, um, bro, I broke this. This is – I can't believe this is possible. Look what I did to this thing. How did that even happen? Wow. Sorry, guys. I got distracted by <clears throat> the fidget thing. Um, so, and, and when you do that, when you, it's hard enough to control my own life. So when I put myself in a position that I'm carrying the weight of someone else's decisions, that gets, heavy, that, it gets very heavy. So very heavy. Uh, you have to let go of that. And that's so scary, man, in life and relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it's uh, romantic relationships, whether it's family relationships, whether it's marriage, because... That's why loving people is so scary because they can still, people can choose to not want to restore that relationship, man, right? And when you let go of control of that, it's, it's a scary thing. 
Very strong. <clears throat> but also, so a lot of times for me, I don't let go of control, and I end up being grumpy and mad because I think somehow I can make it happen, and you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then, so then I can fall into the trap of um, then I resent the person or I I'll go the other way and I blame myself. <clears throat> I blame myself. This guy's clicking, driving me mad. Um, I blame myself for for getting us there, and then it's almost like you just sort of condemn yourself. Yeah. So, Todd, why are you saying all this? Maybe it's just today, and I don't say this enough because I'm afraid it's going to go away, but today is a day that I've let go of, of a lot of those things outside my control, and I live more free, and I'm more loving, and I'm more kind, and I'm more hopeful. And, and it's not just one relationship, as I'm saying this, guys. I mean, certainly there are relationships that are in my life right now struggling. Yeah. But just, I think, in life in general. And a lot of my stress and anxiety comes from trying to control things that I have no control over. Hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Does it really? You guys know my life. Would that make sense to someone outside of my I, life? I think so. I do have <clears> a question. Yeah. Do you think that, so when you were talking about how you can tend to, like, still, like, you want to hold on to, like, that 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 weight still mm-hmm. do you think it's because you know it's gonna hurt either way <laughs> and you'd rather just try to control it it's because it's a because <laughs> it's gonna hurt whether so... whether you control it it's still gonna hurt or you, but if you let go control there's still the possibility of hurt anyway it's so perceptive it, and, that, and we do that all the time and, and i do that a lot in counseling when i'm counseling people yeah is the, the biggest thing is they, they, you, most people that are in control, and we all are controlling in moments. We want to say certain people are controlling. Everybody has controlling moments. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, that's the illusion of control is that it will hurt less. Mm. So say I'm in a relationship, and you know people like that. They sabotage their relationships. Yes. And the reason they, most of the time, the reason they do that is deep down, they, they certainly love that relationship. They want it so bad, but they think it's going to end anyway. So they, they think if I make it end, it's going to hurt less. Mm. That is an illusion. It's going to hurt regardless. Man, dude. And I think that's very perceptive of you, dude. And yes, I think for me, there's a part of me that says if I see it coming, if I know it's coming, um, if I can make it, if I can, I can make the person do, the, do something that will prevent this from hurting both of us. Hmm. That's not real. That's not life. Yeah. And a lot of the crashes in my life, since we're kind of on the idea of control, yeah. a lot of the moments in my life when I've sort of went off the path and, or I've, I've created a mess come from moments when I try to control things instead of you know, following God's direction for my life, Hmm. you know, because a lot of times when you're controlling, not all the time, but a lot of times you're trying to do it outside of God's way because you don't want to ever admit it this way. But when we sin or we do things, we're really saying we know better than him. Absolutely. And that's not true. And even if you're doing it the right way, you can't make, so even though, so you go back to relationships, it takes two people to get into a really, let's say there's a marriage that's going through a rocky time. Yes, one person may carry 90% of um, the junk that's got them there. Yeah. And you, only, you only carry 10. But the problem is, even if that person fixes their 90, if you don't fix your 10, you're still only 90%. You're not 100% healed. You get what I mean? Absolutely. So <clears throat> you've got to be willing to look at your 10%, and you've got to be willing to accept the fact that you can't control whether they fix their 90. Whew. But a lot of times we will justify not fixing our 10%, and not doing the right thing because they're not fixing their 90 in our mind. That's so good, You man. get what I mean? Yeah, that's really good. <clears throat> and, and that happens in anything in life, whether that's at work. I can't tell how many times I've, I've had people say, man, that just formed excuses. Like, yeah, man. Oh, well, think man. about this. There's a lot of people in our life, okay, and I'm not going to call them out, who have said to me, well, I don't work at my job. I don't do a good job because they don't care anyway. They don't do a good job, so why should I? 
It's the same mindset. Yeah. Right? And <clears throat> you know, this is going to sound harsh, but that's kind of a loser mindset. And we all fall into it sometimes because Absolutely, it's saying, yeah. my only standard for being a better person or being a good worker or being, you know, a, a good man, it's, it's based on whether or not the people around me are being good. So it's like, I don't really have a standard for my life. I don't have uh, a moral foundation of my life that is independent of everyone else around me. Yeah, you're a chameleon. Yeah. So, wow. so all that to say, I'm in a place right now, and I'm, and I'm like you, man. Like, I'm scared to say this. I, I, one of the things I do that's weird is, like, I feel like part of the reason I don't ever say good things is I feel like I've been I've had a lot of hurt in my life. People have had more than me, but the more I, I feel like when I start to get excited or I think something is good or peaceful, that's when it gets crap. It mm-hmm. So there's fear there too. So yeah. I hesitate to say these things. But right now, man, I'm going through some stuff and I'm sad. I'm sad at, at, at some relationships that are damaged that doesn't look very hopeful right now. Yeah. I'm honest. But I'm also kind of at peace because I know that regardless of whether I contributed my 10% to that hole, I know I'm trying to fix mine. And if they don't choose to fix their 90, I have to let that go. Hmm. You know, or if it's the other way around, maybe it's my 90 and they're 10. I know I'm fixing my 90 and they're not fixing their 10. And you know what? That's all I can do. Man, dude. And does that mean when that, if that relationship fully breaks or ends <clears throat> that I'm not going to be sad? No, I have to accept that I'll still be sad. But I can go to, go to bed at night knowing that I did everything I could to follow Jesus in that. Yeah, dude. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that is like not like that is like. And I don't mean to sound holier than thou. No, I don't, I don't think that. you are, man. I think that is truly like you said. That's putting it in God's control. That's that's releasing control. That's really good, dude. You know, I hope y'all are listening because that that can apply to so many things in life, dude. I love that what you just said. That's really good. It made me think, and that's why, like, it made me think of the chameleon idea because, like, we would rather settle for culture around us than. Like you said, have our own standard, you know, and that can even go for even just being a Christian. How often do we do we settle for the world standard instead of Christ, mm. you know? And that's and that, and then that's you wonder, you wonder why we are miserable or why we're struggling, you know? Yeah. So, I think what you said is really wise, dude. Very wise. And it's scary. I get it because, you know, um, the position I'm in, I get it. It's it's scary because of what could happen. I, I talk to a lot of. I get, I get the honor of speaking to a lot of married couples, speaking into marriage. That's scary. Yeah. I was just talking about marriage now. Because that's one of the relationships, whether you're married or whether you want to be married, right? People, relationships consume a lot of our thought life. <clears throat> so I'm so sorry to cough in here. I think that uh, I can't tell you how many times fear in the, in the ways that it shows some control and sort of this battle if I were to boil down, this is my in my personal experience. The main issues that I see in marriages is people acting out of fear. Yeah, and how they respond to that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. everyone is trying to feel in control so they hurt less. Whew. And then that happens in you know, marriage is just the one where I think it becomes a lot more evident because you're forced to deal with the person all the time. Yes, uh, but it can happen in any sort of relationship. So that's kind of where I'm at, man. I didn't mean to go on a monologue there, guys. No, I love it, dude. Right now, today, at this moment, you know, I'm thankful for, for the hope and the joy in the midst of that I feel. And um, we got to talk about some kingdom stuff, man. It was a good reminder for me, too. Yeah. Free service. And even what Austin said, what a weird, crazy coincidence. It's true. Um, some amazing <laughs> things happening at our church that sponsors this show. Um, we probably had, I think it was probably a new record. 
for attendance. That I day. think so. Ironically, I wasn't there because I was sick, which can, <laughs> the lie can be like, see, Todd, if you're not there, then people come. But then they didn't know I wasn't going to be there. So exactly. Didn't they didn't know. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, oh, boy. What else? What else? What else? I think I guess that's pretty much it. Is there anything I'm missing? I don't think so, man. I mean, I know you usually give people your your weight loss journey update. Yeah, I'm still at 20. So last week I had what I call a stomach attack. I have IBS, which is probably TMI for you guys. but I have stomach issues. At least that's what they've told me. So I'll have these kind of what I call stomach attacks that cause a lot of pain, and um, sometimes I'll throw up and, like, get constipated. So when those things happen, I will get (laughs) – definitely TMI. I will gain weight. So I was like, crap, I gained weight, but I'm back down to where I was. So, you know, I'm at – I've been kind of stuck at the 21, 21-pound mark. Yeah. But I'm not giving up. Feel still feel pretty hopeful for that. <clears throat> you look um, good, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Flag. We've been updating you on that. Oh, yeah. We flag, lost again, flag update. Though we were winning. <sighs> yeah. And we lost. Um, I'm terribly sore because I got mauled a couple times. <laughs> yes. My knee and my back and my things I didn't even know were hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're feeling them. Uh-huh. And I got to go work out tonight. Day later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Two days. Uh, later. Two days later. Yeah. That's right, man. It's been Which two we have days. a buy this week. I just got the message. Oh, we do. From old Cowboy Kenny. Yeah. So we don't play this weekend. Oh, interesting. Just a little moment to heal. Nice. And so, some... we're, so we're at a place we need to take a poll. Should should we play again, guys? Should we play flag again and try to redeem ourselves as we come to this season, or should we say, you know, ride off into the sunset? Right. Give off us your the... vote in the comments or nice. using the link. We really want to know. <laughs> we really <laughs> help us decide. We really want to know if we should play or not. Oh, I also found... Uh, that's, I'm just rambling. I guess it's real talk. I found a couple yeah. of movies I'm very intrigued to watch. Really? So I read... I found this random video on social media that said, movies that... Embr- I think it said... This is going to sound weird. Movies that embrace masculinity. Oh, cool. For men. And I saw... And there's five of them. And that three of them I had never seen. And again, I'm not, I'm not giving my... Uh, my, my seal of approval here, I haven't watched these, but they intrigue me. One of them is called Nobody. Have you guys heard of this? No. So it is written by the same guy who wrote John Wick. Huh. Now, what's intriguing about it, and he actually says that these two movies take place in the same universe, but you wouldn't know it. So the premise of this movie is this guy, he's like an accountant, and it's the guy from Better Call Saul. You know that guy? Yeah. The main guy, Saul? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've watched Breaking Bad. Oh, Saul. yeah. So in it, he's this, the premise, all I know is he's a dad and accountant, and his, he's kind of like apparently depressed and accepted that thing we talk about all the time of like, this is life. Yep. And his house gets broken into, and he sort of doesn't stand up for his family, and so I don't know what happens. But something breaks in him later, and he decides, I'm not putting up with this anymore, and I'm going to help my family. So he goes and starts taking care of business to get his family back and like, help his family. But here's where the weird part is. Much like John Wick, he's got some secret abilities here that nobody knew this accountant had. And I don't know what they are. <laughs> but I'm very intrigued because I like movies that... That's another thing I think I need to do more, unrelated. I think I need to... Remember the fun thing? Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch that movie. That's my go. fun thing. Reminds me of the thing we were going to do. Hmm. The poll where people can tell us and I'm going to roll oh, a dice. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a second because I haven't been having fun still. But <laughs> I'm going to watch this movie. You guys want to watch it with me? I'm down. All right, we're going to watch this movie. I'm definitely down. Tonight, Lord willing, mm-hmm. we'll watch it. And I'll tell you guys how it is. That's something fun. But I've been wanting to like get back into, before I ever wanted to do ministry, I don't know if I told you guys or, or preach, I wanted to, this is so corny, but I wanted. I didn't know I wanted to be a pastor or whatever because, as you know, I didn't think that would ever happen. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> I don't fit in the world. 
But I wanted to be a speaker who traveled and spoke to men about their hearts. Yeah. Because I was sort of inspired by the book Wild at Heart. One of the things I realized is I'm a lot more inspired when I am in touch with my heart, man, as a man. Mm. You know, for lack of a better word, what he calls my wild heart, right? The masculine heart. And when I live out of that, man, when I live free, mm-hmm. I am such a better man. <laughs> even though it's scary to some people, right? Because yeah. it's not as controlled. I'm such a better man. And so that's kind of what led me even to this movie is like, cool, man. I want to watch a movie that inspires my masculine heart. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It sounds corny. No, it doesn't sound corny. It actually even reminds me of Wild of Heart when he talks about having people feel the weight of who you are. Yeah. When you're living inspired and you're living in, as a heart, like, living out of your masculine yeah. heart, man, it, it's going to be weighty to some people, but that's just they have to deal with that themselves. So, yeah, don't feel don't feel like weird or bad to, to want to do that because that's you living the that's you living with the, like the best version of yourself as a man and some people that is going to be like that is going to rub people the wrong way or but it's going to happen that's just yeah. the weight of it and you know dude that's so convicting you're not you don't even know this this show is going off the rails a little i love it i actually just brought this up last week or <clears throat> two weeks ago that i feel like that's what God was sort of telling me, or like the Holy Spirit was telling me that I need to do again. Because mm. remember I told you that when I'm me, so we had, a, we had a kind of a church meeting last week. Yeah. And I had to start off the meeting by saying, hey, guys, I'm not mad. Yeah. Because whenever I'm not a clown, people take me wrong. And I think what really happens in those moments is I'm not, because I don't want people to have to deal with the weight of who I am, I just try to become this clown. Yeah. It's funny. But when I do that, I'm very miserable because it's not really who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, for a long time, you were, you were doing, you were like, you have to deal with the weight of what I am. Yeah. And now, but I haven't been doing that as much. And I think that it was weird that you brought that up because I feel like that's sort of what I need to do because when I'm not doing that, I'm not a good leader. I'm not even a really good man hmm. because it, even if I think I'm doing it to love people, deep down I'm doing it selfishly because I don't want you to dislike me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I 100% get what you're saying. <clears throat> so that's funny that you said that. Um, but yeah. That's a lot of rambling. I'm so sorry, guys. No, man, I love it. This is a great episode. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, you, you you, don't know, but God has used this whole moment to touch my heart in a way that mm. should not have been able to happen in this episode at all. Just listening to you guys talk has really helped oh. me process. Well, actually, not necessarily. I haven't fully processed it, but it has opened me up to think about things that I have, I wasn't thinking about at all today. I was actually just walking around life and going, I'm going to be joyful. Even though I don't feel joyful, I'm going to be joyful all the time. I'm going to be toxically you've done joyful. A good job. Yeah, absolutely. You've done a good God job. God goes, okay, you're going to be joyful, but you're also going to learn something today. <laughs> Dude, that's kind you of encouraging. Learn. Thanks for sharing that, man, because sometimes I do feel like I'm rambling. But there it goes. That's me not being who I am. Yep. And you know what's funny? A lot of times, you guys tell me this, right? And I'm not saying this for those in the show. I don't know this. But you guys yeah. will tell me. Like when I speak, it's good. Absolutely, like that, that that's a gift. But that's an area that I'm actually insecure in. That I that mm-hmm. I sometimes won't do. Has that always been the case for you? <clears throat> People that have really hurt. Yeah, man. Since I was a kid, I was told I I like I'm weak because I because I feel or I talk too much. Yeah. Um. And even recently, people that are really close to me don't want to hear my heart, and they tell me that I talk too much, and then it ends up strengthening that lie. I'm about to get emotional right now because it's because then I become this, and you guys have seen it. I'll become this really hard guy. Mm. And it's so funny, man. Dang you for bringing that up. I feel like I end up, that's the false me. Yeah. So like when I was a kid, I learned, okay, well, I, you say I'm weak or I talk too much. Well, I will become harder and, and than anybody. Mm. And sometimes I think I still do that because I feel like when I talk too much, it's feminine. Mm. I'm, a, I'm effeminate. I'm girly. That sounds so ridiculous, I know. But then I end up becoming this really hard guy when deep down that isn't who I am. Yeah, man. Because I feel like I ramble. 
Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it hits me in a place that, like, people that see, it's hard for me to even say that I'm gifted. I always have to say people say. But it hits me in a gift that God has given me the ability to speak into people's hearts. But that's a place I'm insecure because that's the place that gets attacked by people. Man, dude. That you see is, what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, that's exactly what the enemy wants, dude. Yeah. Man, he wants you to be like insecure in a gift in a gifted area yeah. because you know he knows that <laughs> it's what you just told me earlier because he knows it's not just pulling you down it's pulling others mm-hmm. down because it's it's not allowing you to to bring others up. So, man, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, and he was doing that to you too, so. Yeah. I didn't even think about it till he said that. So, hmm. <sighs> well, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that happens to that's you right. because like you are a gifted speaker, and right. you and you do you do inspire people, and like you are a leader, man. Like oh, that's really and nice. When, when you speak, people listen, even though it doesn't feel like it. You know, people don't always put it into. You or know. they hate me for it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the same for you guys, man. You, you both, you guys, your gifts too. You know, even you being joyful, dude. That is when you are like Clint. When he's the real him, he's a joyful guy. Absolutely, he's a fun guy. But he thinks that that's weak because mm-hmm. that's what he's been told. And the same with you, man. Like you have an ability to inspire people. Like, we joke about it. People like you. Hmm. And, like, even though it's frustrating because it makes it feel like I'm the mean guy, it's so cool, though, because you're able to speak into people because hmm. they – they, you, I don't know how to say it, man. You just make people feel safe. And I think that's a cool thing, too. Thanks, man. So, anyway, that was the – that's my that's where I'm at. Thanks for hearing me, guys. No, Both I, in the I room love and it, those dude. Out there. It's a great episode. If y'all don't take some from, the, from this episode, you ain't listening. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> thank you. Unrelated – since you brought this kind of a lighter topic here, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we decided that in order to help me, it was kind of, I don't know who brought this up. Do you remember? It was Norman. Norman. Yeah, Norman. Shout out to Big Big Normie. Big right. Normie. <laughs> <laughs> big Norm. Normie. What's up, Norm? I love that guy. So he, people call him Norm all the time. Like mm-hmm. I, was, I have never one time called him Norm. I always call him Norman. I say his name. <laughs> He's also the only Norman I've ever known in my entire life. I think me too. So anyway, Norman. Good, our brother Norman. He suggested this, and it was a good idea, and we kind of took it and added a little bit to it. <laughs> what are you about to say? Why are you about to laugh? Don't do it, bro. Just the amount of, the amount of times you said Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if that's the episode name? There we go. I'm going to write it just in case. Can you imagine him seeing that? Yeah, it's just called Norman. That's all it is. <laughs> Dude, uh, I think I might do that because it's uh, so funny. I'm in. Anyway, if he's seeing this, he'll love it. So he had this <laughs> – dude, that makes me laugh just imagining him seeing that. Yep. So – um. Hey, we're just, it's just a random name, whatever. Uh, so he had an idea. Yeah. He said we should take – he told us to write a bunch of name, uh, things down and then just yeah. like roll a dice. He actually just told me for this, me personally. He said, Todd, you should write down a bunch of things yep. that you can do for fun and then roll a dice. And either every day or every week you do that thing. Yep. And I was like, that's a cool idea. And then we said, what if we – because I said, I don't know what's fun. What if we had <laughs> yeah. you guys out there listening, the Real Talk fam, the book nook, all right? Yep. The two <laughs> rubes. I'm so sorry. Uh, there's only so many things that rhyme with tube. Um, you pod know, squad. Yeah, the pod. That's the one I missed. The, the pod, pod squad. You know, the pod squad. You guys help us out by giving us a list of things. And so this is terrifying. This is terrifying yeah, this what we're is suggesting. This scary what you're about to So suggest. we want you guys to help by giving a list, giving us ideas for things to put on the master list of fun. And on this list of fun, every week... And we might do it live, I think we said, right? Yeah. Well, either we're either going to do it on the podcast or live. We are then going to roll a dice. Well, Todd, what if there's more than six? Well, here's something to blow your guys' minds. So there's more than a six-sided dice out there. There's 20-sided dice. Yep. So we'll make, you know, it depends on how many we get. Yep. We'll make a master list of fun things to do. And they can be, like, guys, make them fun. Yes. You know, but I'm willing to do it. 
Absolutely. Right? Like, don't put, like, jump off a cliff and die. Like, you know, that's that ridiculous. But put stuff on there. And then every week, we'll roll the dice. Maybe AJ, fun turn, me. We'll take turns. We'll roll it. And whatever it rolls on, I have to do. Yes. By the, by the next show. Dude, this so is if it awesome. happens on a Thursday, and we, can do, we can do a video reviewing what it was like. Yeah, that's a great, yeah, there you go. Awesome. So, I love this. So, help us out. Use the link or the comments below. What should Todd do for fun? All right? The, the Todd Fun Challenge. Yep. What should Todd do for fun? It can start minor, like watch a movie, and it could, you could be specific. You could be like, watch this movie. You could put knitting, crochet. It could be play this sport. It could be any, whatever. Bridge jumping. Oh, man, that's terrifying. It could be... <laughs> It it's could cold. be do walking. It could be it could be polar bear swimming. Nice. Because I'll do it. Oops. Anything you want. And then um, hopefully if we get some of these before live, we'll do it right then and there. Boom. Right? Fun turn looks so angry. Right? <laughs> he must be in his head. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Should we start off by having you guys give something to begin with? I love that idea. All right. What's number one, just one thing that we can put on the list of fun? Uh, Anyone? Let's see. Man, we're not the right people to ask yeah, this question. Yeah, because we're not too. fun. What do you we're got? Not very fun. Huh? Laser tag. He laser bought the, tag. For some reason, Fun Turn wants me to go laser tag so bad. I like yeah. it. This no. Is, this is something that, I like for, ironically, mm. I want you to come do with me because, like, those guys were so fun. I mean, mm. some of them are tough. No, guys, it's on the list, bro. It's so fun. Number one, laser tag. Number two? What's that one place called? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. It's like an arcade bowling alley and, like. Crazy and, pins? Yeah. All right, crazy pins. Fun fact, See, dude, used to competitively it bowl. feels like even the idea of me going to Crazy Pins feels so selfish and wrong. That's what's messed up with dude, me Crazy fun. Pins is a blast. You know, I know, but that you know that I mean, it was like, well, I'm not allowed to go do that. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, that's one more. One more. What should um, I put on there? I guess any of us, yeah. Hiking. Hiking, there you go. Hiking. You know, it's in the winter time. No, dude, that would be a good time to go. Hiking. You know what I'm going to put? Like I'm going to put something on my ad one. I'm going to put camping, even nice. in the cold. Yep. Nice. Camping. All right, guys. So we've exciting. got the first four things. Help us out. I'm telling you right now, if you if this show comes out tonight, which it may come out late tonight or tomorrow, what is it, matter? Yep. Uh, either one. If we can get out tonight, it'd be great because I really yep. want this list. I'm excited about the prospect of fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Crap. We're running. All right, moving. I'm so sorry, guys, for going long. No, I love it. What we want to do. So Todd's month of fun, the list of fun. Help Todd have fun. Oh, yeah. Help Todd have fun. This and is a campaign. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. All right. <laughs> no pun intended. Now, I have to, I have to mention this real quick because okay. I, I promised him I would. Okay. But my cousin, his name is J-Rod. Uh-huh. J-Rod's a big fan of the show. He listens every oh. single week. J-Rod, what's up, brother? He had two questions for you specifically. Oh, no. They're, they're very light, but he was very curious. Okay. First off, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> We've discussed this. I'm going to be honest time. with you. I'm just going off my gut right here, right now. No. Because when I think of making a sandwich, mm-hmm. hot dog never comes to mind. All right. Now, cool. by the letter of the law. But is the hot dog between two pieces of bread, or is it resting on one piece of bread? I don't know. Anyway, good question. Two? Second one is, is cereal a soup? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rod, you almost made me laugh, brother, because that one is, uh, I've never heard that in my life. Yep, yes. Is cereal a soup? Yep. Golly, man. I, ugh. Yep, I, I, me I, I saw him at Thanksgiving. He goes, you got to ask these for Todd. It's <laughs> like, okay. I'm going to say <laughs> cereal. Again, if I think of making a soup, cereal doesn't come to mind. But by the letter of the law, is cereal a soup? Because there's liquid, and you're putting things in the liquid. 
Mm-hmm. Is it a soup? Or is it a stew? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? What is the definition of a soup? I don't know. Fun turn will be on. Fun turns on. Just type soup definition. <laughs> Because this is a great... I've never... I want you to understand. Your, your cousin is... Yep, my cousin. He has... I have never in all my years heard that question asked. I've heard the hot dog. Yep. But I have never heard that question asked about cereal <laughs> soup. Yep. That is hilarious. It made me almost spit my drink out. <laughs> what's the definition, Funturn? He's... Okay, so there's two. All there's right, what's... Li- the first one is a liquid typically made by boiling meat, fish, vegetables, etc. Etc. You just in, said typically, though. In typically. stock or water. Okay. Number two is a substance or mixture perceived to resemble soup as an appearance or consistency. Wow. I guess if you look at that one, number two, <laughs> it would fit, wouldn't it? I guess it would. You know the thing about a hot dog, if it's not a sandwich, what is it? A taco. Uh-huh. Now that. That's what I said. Well, well, I found something. What is classified as a, as a soup? Soup is primarily a liquid food. Genuinely, generally served warm or hot, but can be cool or cold. That is made by combining ingredients of meat or vegetables with stock, milk, or water. Hot soups are additionally char- characterized by boiling solid ingredients in liquids in a pot until the flavors are extended from broth. So I think where that definition would not be is it says the meat vegetables. That's true. However, that involves the meat and vegetables. The second definition from the first one where mm-hmm. it says liquid and Yep. Items or something for resembling. Yeah. Yep. Now, oatmeal, I would consider a soup. It, it, yeah. Right? You're boiling, but I guess it's not. Yeah, it's a vegetable. Wheat, right? Yeah. Is yeah, wheat think, a vegetable? I don't know, actually. <laughs> or, or, is it, or is it's it a grain? It's a grain. <laughs> well, I mean, it, what is a grain, though? Isn't, isn't it, it, isn't it a grain a grain? Man, I don't know. My life's been just so shocked by all this. J-Rod, you wrecked our lives. Well done. <laughs> well, big shout out to him. That's cool. He supports the show. Oh, yeah. Man. Help he me know what to do week. for fun, man. What? Yeah, so he watches every week. That's he loves awesome. it. Uh, all right. Well, we should probably get back to some questions here. So we got a few questions. They're good ones. I'm excited. Let's get them going. All right. Number one. Uh, oh, what do you got? Uh, the short answer. So they. This is a big deal. Uh, most likely because of FFA kids. Uh, the short answer is that grains are specifically the seeds from grasses, <laughs> while vegetables can come from almost any part of a variety of plants. So they're technically different, but they're basically the same. Also, that is the most annoyed scientists. individual telling a definition I've ever heard in my life, and I absolutely love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's interesting. Okay, number one. Great questions, J-Rod. Number one. J-Rod, is that what you said? Yep. Nice. Number one, remnant dudes. How did you start your day today? Hmm. How did I start my day? He's getting us every time. Oh, yeah. I woke up and kind of just got around and just, then I kind of had a panic attack about the day <laughs> honestly um i was very like i was very in my own head so um now tomorrow i'm hoping to start it much differently <laughs> so how do i start my day <laughs> started, started it with uh just getting around and then kind of having a i was in my own head so it wasn't good i just told aj this story <laughs> sorry not to put that i put my bible Right beside my bed. Yep. And I had it. If you got, you, you know, you both probably knew this for the longest time, trying to make sure that I would do that first, right? And I didn't. Um, <clears throat> and what did I do? I feel like if I'm honest, man, my first thing in the day was pretty much a battle. Yeah. Like I woke up and I was kind of in a battle immediately mm-hmm. with, with an individual. Yeah. Um, or disagreement. And that stinks. I did pray after that. 
Um, but yeah, I didn't start my day off great, I would say. Yeah, me either, man. <laughs> Definitely didn't. I mean, well, I didn't check it at first this morning, like my phone, but I did end up checking it, which then drew me into sort of a, you know. <laughs> well, that's good that you didn't check it off like first thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Cause, you. Because I know for me, I, I'm like, whoop, immediately wake up oh, and check man. my phone, so. You got a lot of questions. We oh, we have so it. many. All right, you're up, dude. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm on a separate page. Yep. Remnant Dudes. Uh, I think these verses today. I think It's these a long one today. for you. I know this is a challenge. Yep, here we go. It says, <laughs> as he entered a village there... Ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Uh, it says, that's Luke 17, 12 through 19. It's the NLT version. It says, only one return to thank Jesus. Let us thank Jesus every day. <clears throat> also, if you hear some background, it's rain. <laughs> and some thunder. <laughs> that's, dude, that's scary. That's some thunder. <laughs> um, so, yeah, only one return to thank Jesus. Let us thank Jesus every day. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's good, man. Yeah. That's a powerful verse, too. I think it's so indicative of even modern Christianity. You know, we, we so often, or it reminds me of the seed that falls on the soil. You know, uh, when, when Jesus gives that parable. I just had this talk with someone the other day. They were asking a question about Hebrews 6. Yeah. You know, when that seed falls on the soil, people are like, oh, it proves you can lose your salvation. It's like, it doesn't. It proves that the seed's there. But then what happens? We begin to focus on the trials of our life or... All these things happen, and we walk away. Yeah. and um, Whew, Or we get what we wanted, right? We get what we wanted. That, How many people you know that, like, turn to, quote, religion when things are really bad, and as soon as they get good, they walk away? And it's true, man. So, so so indicative. Man, of, that's um, makes me think of myself and what I do. That's really good, really convicting. <clears throat> so it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. It shows we can focus sometimes on the blessing more than the, who, get, who the blessed giver. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Number uh, two, found this article and thought it was cool. Did you pull this up? Yeah. Um, it says this. Uh, this is from Crosswalk.com. This is cr- uh, this Christmas. Tim Allen says the new Santa Claus series will highlight religion in Christmas. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Did you check it out? Uh, or is it on here? It's, it's on, on there. Here. It's the oh, first. Article. Well done, kid. Well done. Yep. Uh, actor King Tim Allen and everything recently shared that the new Disney Plus series, The Santa Clauses, will focus on religion on in Christmas. Um, in a recent interview with The Wrap, Alan explained that the original script of the new series is going to f- have a religious focus, but he decided that it should explore Christmas's Christian roots. So, very interesting. Um, let's see here. Now, it says, according to Faithwire, he also knows that fans will not see how the series handled religion until the final two episodes, which is interesting. I'm not really sure what that means. Also, fully, it's but. a new series. It falls up on the first three Santa Claus films, the first which appeared in 95. He reprised his role as Scott Calvin, who man who becomes Santa Claus. The first two episodes premiered on Disney Plus last week. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> Interesting. Alan recently faced backlash for a line of Santa Claus character said in, new, in the new series. When asked what's bothering Santa, he responds, saying Merry Christmas to all has suddenly become prom- problematic. Hmm. Um, and, of course, some filmmakers started being whiny about it. Yep. Saying, yeah, how they, started, they thought it was weird to put that in a kid's series. Yeah, but it's not weird to put in kids' series like, 
I was <clears throat> trends, you know, all the just I don't know. Oh, absolutely! Thought. Putting it's just all that odd in the way the world works, man. Yeah. So, but my, I think that's cool. Yeah, me too. Especially coming from Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, man, I wasn't going to say that, but that is a good point. It shocked me as well. We'll see if it stays up or yep. if they pull it down. Also, I saw. Do you guys ever seen the movie? It's old, dude. Even before my time, Willow. The movie Willow. It sounds familiar. <clears throat> it's a fantasy show, and they actually came out with a new series for that too. That's on Disney Plus. Huh. Cool. Interesting. All right. Um, Let's see. So yeah, you thought it was cool. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. Shout out to Tim Allen. Like, sounds like, you know, I don't really know where he is as far as, like, faith or anything, but, it, I mean, it, it's pretty cool that he's, you know, they were willing to explore the Christian roots of Christmas, and for him, you know, to, like, be part of the, you know, representing that, it's pretty cool. So, let's see here. Next question, Todd. Mm-hmm. Was Tamar outcasted after her brother Amnon made her lay with him, or what <laughs> happened to her? Was she unable to marry after that? Um, so that story's pretty wild, man. Um, these are the children of David. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. They're they're half siblings. And so Tamar and, uh, Amnon are half siblings. They have different, same dad, different mom. Okay. She's incredibly beautiful. And so Amnon has... Like finds himself attracted to her. Now, again, we're all like, that's so weird. They probably, they may, they may not even be raised together very often. Yeah. So they see each other. He's very attracted to her. Like, she's incredibly beautiful. He then uh, tells his friend. He actually doesn't know what to do with it. So it kind of starts in like, oh, okay. He talks to his, to his friend and asks him what he should do. And instead of like, man, I don't know what to do with these feelings. And his friend says, hey, pretend to be sick. And they come in and say, hey, have my, tell them you want your sister to bring you some soup pretty much. Hmm. And then take her. So when she comes in to get soup, he essentially ends up raping her. Wow. Now, after he rapes her, she actually says to him, please don't do this wicked thing, right? Don't do this evil thing. After he rapes her, it says that Amnon hated her because it was never love. It was lust. Now, before you say that, that's happened before, right? People end up doing stuff sexually with someone, that, and they end up resenting the person after because it was never love. It was just, lust. and then you almost hate them because of the shame you feel. Man, dude. So <clears throat> what ends up happening is their other half-brother, I think it's Absalom, ends up killing him. Killing the half brother, killing like getting revenge for Tamar by killing Amnon. And then he runs off and he has to deal with like he's exiled. And then by the way, Absalom ends up trying to take David's throne later on. Um, Jeez, man, what, yeah, a, so, what a time that was! It was really wild, man. Holy cow! What book is this from? Is this, uh, is this a Genesis? Samuel. Oh, Samuel. Sure okay, Samuel. Uh, Second Samuel. Yeah. Second I'm just Samuel. Now, uh, <clears throat> man. Apparently. Um, trying to look here to yeah. see some possible outcomes because they don't give a directly a direct answer which is what i thought too so i started oh, looking okay. into this <clears throat> gotcha um, one is some say that she died soon after absalom returns from exile and that's why he throws down the gauntlet against his father um uh there's a small clue in second samuel 14 that gives a brief genealogy of absalom which mentions mentions in passing that a daughter named after his sister Maybe he just loved his sister, or is it symbolic? The second the option is that she lives out her days quietly in the house of Absalom, Greece, until the death of the brother in the Civil War and is ultimately brought home to the court of David so their father can care for her. This is the happy ending version. The only problem is that the narrator doesn't tell us directly this happens. Wow. Um, three, Tamar ends in an, uh, anonymity, just like ever the woman who gets a raw deal. It's tempting um, to have a callous that she's kind of viewed callously. Mm. Um, we don't know. Wow. Um, we don't know exactly what's happens to her. And I think that's sad. Um, 
because you know we weren't given directly what happens to her. But the story itself is really sad because one decision, another man's sin leads to another man's sin, which leads to another thing. It hurts her, right? Because it defiles her. Yeah, she was a virgin too. Whew, man, um, you know. So what ends up happening to her, man? And this one decision, and so it's, it's a big warning, and it's sad too because. It's one of those things where it's like, well, why did God allow that to happen? Well, we could say that in general. Sinful things happen, man. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Lust lust leads, because remember, sex within the confines of a marriage between a man and a woman is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Right? In the way that God tells us to do it. But, like, lust, the inevitable end of lust is a destruction. Tip of something, man. right? Of something, yes. Man. So, uh, we don't know exactly what happened. Most likely, because it was known she probably didn't marry. Man, dude. Because she would have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Defiled, kind of. We don't know, wow. though. But we don't know. But we know this, that it sounds like she loved God and that God loved her and that, you know, he would have taken care of her. We don't know what the details are. Mm. But I'm going to look into that. Great question. Yeah, I love. Absolutely. It's so cool that people are reading these, like, reading these books and really thinking about what, instead of just, because a lot of people gloss over that. It's true. Of, you could tell this person was really reading the story because, like, what happened to this person? Yep. You know? So, moving on. Hmm. It's really oh, it's good. my turn. Number three, warning to Christian parents. Video games, TV, phones are not a good source of education or entertainment for your children. There's hidden influencing messages can be hidden in these sources. Boy, that's true. Yes. Train up your child from the Bible. Talk about your biblical ancestors. I like that phrase, biblical ancestors. Talk about past saints and their lives live for God. Listen to a great sermon preached by Pastor Todd. Thank you. Called Liar, Liar, which is the beginning of a series. Hmm. Uh, Romans 12, 2, 1 John 2, 15 to 17. You want to pull those up, Clint? 12 to 1st uh, John 2. We must teach our children about Jesus. If we don't teach them, the world will teach them, and Jesus will not be in the picture. Man, Oof. that's, once that's, again, this is just such a good reminder fact. and, like, a warning of, like, listen, we have to be willing to influence our children's lives. You know, I'm not a father, but I know that, you know, I want to be a father one day, and I know that... You know, I cannot allow the, the, the influences of the world to mm. dictate how they grow up and how their ideas are formed. She was never married, by the way. I just remember Tamar. So sorry. She no, never go married. for it. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, the video games, the TVs, the phones, you know, that has so much of the world intertwined into them that, you know, it makes sense that those are going to be forms of entertainment, forms of education that are not going to be healthy. Um, That's a fact, man. What's cool is the hope, though, is that those can also be used for the good of Christ. And that's, you know, when, it, you know, I wouldn't want to cut all those things off necessarily, but I know that I wanted to, I would want to use them for the good of the gospel uh, to show them Jesus. So, you know, because just like what we do here for Real Talk, you know, Social media needs it, you know. It's good. We're man. here, you know, we're, we're invading the phones. We're invading the TV. You for the know, kingdom. That's right, for the kingdom. So, like, you know, do would I want to take those away as a parent? No, but I know that I'd want to use them to influence for Christ. So, it's good. Uh, and those verses are Romans 12, 2, is do not be conformed to this age, Amen. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may mm. discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect so good. will of God. And then John two fifteen through seventeen. This is all being read in HCSB. Yeah, First uh, John, right? You looked up First, first John. John yeah. yeah, First John two fifteen and seventeen. Uh, do not love the, do not yep. love the world or the things that belong this, to yeah. the world. If anyone loves the world and world loves for the Father is not in him. Mm. For everything that belongs to the world, 
the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of one's lifestyle mm. is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world with its lust is passing away. Mm. But the one who does God's will remains forever. Man, it remains good. forever. That's good, man. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I shared this a few weeks ago about the little kind of hidden thing that seemed harmless in a baby, in a literal toddler video. Yes. And I know it seems small, because, but, but we say that, you know, even at that age, man, it's in there. Yep. That stuff's in there. And it doesn't mean those people are evil. It just means they don't realize. The bottom line is God tells us you're either a son, or, a son of God or you're not. You're a son of the enemy, right? I mean, that's the way you're living. All right. <clears throat> Next question we got is a lot of scripture today. It's pretty cool, man. It, yeah. Can you explain this verse for me? It's 2 Corinthians 10, 12, and this is HCSB reading. It says, For we don't uh, dare classify or compare ourselves with some who command themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves, comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. Nick, what does this verse mean? <clears throat> well, first of all, anytime I talk about a verse, I tell the guys this, you know this, you always have to look at what's the context of... A verse doesn't exist on its own, in its own universe. It's within the context of, an, of a section, right? Yeah. And in a book. You have to know what the author is saying in general. So if you just read that, and you just view that as a, uh, a verse in and of itself, you're like, who's themselves? Does that mean anytime you compare yourself to anyone? Remember, the issue we're having here, if we go back to the Second Corinthians mm-hmm. in general. No, oh, excuse me. He kind of talks about, again, he reminds them of... Um, of the truth, he's saying that some people are kind of pulling you away from Christ, and then he yeah. starts telling the, the actual gospel again. Well, then he starts talking about um, he's having to sort of compare himself because what's happened is there's these super, quote, super apostles that are showing up in Corinth, mm-hmm. and they're kind of saying, Paul's not here, he's weak, they, they were well-spoken, they were confident, yeah. they were charismatic, and they were starting to lead the church in Corinth astray. So even though they were saying they were Christians, right, they were in the church, but they were sort of starting to teach different things and also to tear down Paul. Wow. And that's in the section in, start, in 10, he says, in chapter 10, it says, Now I, Paul, make a personal appeal to you. This is verse 1. By the gentleness and grace of Christ, I who am humble among you in person, but bold toward you in absence. So essentially what they're saying, this guy talks big when he's away from us, but when he shows up, he's weak and small. Mm-hmm. So apparently Paul wasn't very, like, commanding in his presence in person. Yeah. So he says, I beg you, and we've talked about this before, Paul says, I beg you that when I'm present, I will not need to be bold with the confidence by which I plan to challenge certain people who think we're walking in a fleshly way. And that's when he says, we'll demolish arguments and every high-minded thing that's raised up against the knowledge of Christ. And then goes to set, verse 7, says, look at what is obvious. If anyone is confident he belongs to Christ, he should remind himself of this. Just as he belongs to Christ, so do we, meaning the apostles, the, the leaders, the, the church. For, yeah. I, for if I boast... Some more about our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for tearing you down. I'm not ashamed. So he says, well, I don't want to come there and tear you down. Yeah. You know, I don't want to seem to you those I'm trying to terrify you with my letters. He says that. For it said, quote, this is what they said about him. His letters are weighty and powerful, but his physical presence is weak and his public speaking is despicable. Hmm. So that's what they're saying about Paul. He's Man. responding to this. So he's saying such a person should consider this. What we are in the words of our letters when absent, we will be in actions when present. And then he says in verse 12, for we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with someone who commend themselves. I'm not going to compare myself with someone who's talking big about themselves. Yeah. Right? Because he says, but in measuring themselves by themselves and in comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but according to measure, the air of ministry that God has assigned to us, which reaches even to us. 
For we are not overextending ourselves as if we had not reached you since we have come to you with the gospel of Christ. We're not bragging beyond measure about other people's labors. But we have the hope that as your faith increases, our area of ministry will be greatly enlarged so that we preach the gospel of the regions beyond you, not boasting about what's already been done in someone else's area. So the one, and then he quotes a verse, so the one who boasts must boast in the Lord, for it is not the one commending himself who's improved, but the one the Lord commends. Listen, he's essentially saying, and that's verse... He's like, I'm not going to compare myself to these guys who are talking big and bragging about what they do. Yeah. They're not the ones that I'm comparing myself to. I'm following God. They're just comparing to themselves. They're saying, look at me. Look what I did. Look, I'm better than this person. When the truth is, Paul's saying, I live my life to be commended only in the Lord. I don't care what you think. Yeah. I'm comparing. I'm, I am judging myself by what God wants me to do. Mm. And even if they're doing good there, great. Like yeah, When I'm yeah. not there, that doesn't mean... That I didn't have a part in that. That doesn't mean that it's not going to help the kingdom. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I know that's really wordy. Great question. So Paul, this whole section is Paul's having to push back at people who are essentially preaching false gospel and essentially saying, "Don't listen to Paul." And they're 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 saying, "Look at us. We're so much better than these people. I I speak better than them." And I and Paul's like, "Listen, I'm not comparing myself to him to to someone else. That's not why I'm doing this." Yeah. So that's really good, man. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you for asking that. Sorry it was wordy, folks. There you go again. See? I apologize anytime I talk. <laughs> you don't have to. I do that a lot, me. Friend. Hmm. Oh, it's my it's me. Okay. What do you seek? AJ, here we go. What do you seek first at the start of your day? What does the Bible tell us to seek first? Hmm. Honestly, man, you know, it's kind of what I was talking about earlier, you know, when we were sharing our lives. I think a lot of the time I'm just seeking like feeling. I'm seeking mm. emotion a lot of the time. Mm. I'm seeking to feel good. Um, whether that's, you know, whether I find that in God or I don't, I'm still seeking to feel it. Um, now what does the Bible tell us to seek first? It tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. Amen, brother. Nice. It's literally on my phone. Punched him in the face. Yep. Truth. Yep. It's literally on the background of my, my phone. It just, you can't read it. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you, right? Yep. You don't worry about the things. Yeah. That's convicting, man. Oh yeah. So. It's good. I don't have anything to add to that. We're told, uh. You know, a lot of times I think we seek first our kingdom, right? What we want. Ooh. And what whether that's food, sleep, you know, whatever it is we're craving. That's right. Just something to make yeah. you feel good. And God's saying, hey, don't worry about all that. I'll take care of that. Money. I can't tell how many of my brothers and sisters worry in Christ worry about money, dude. That's, that's all true, they dude. think about. That's so true. Anyway. Good here. stuff, AJ. Yeah, man. How many action words do you find in these <laughs> verses? <laughs> what? This 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 question. My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. That's Proverbs 2, 1 to 4. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 8. Yep. That's a lot of action. That's, that's, Which God's faith, all about that action, I about to say, Yeah, what is faith? Faith is of action. So Yeah, faith is, yeah. Faith is what you believe in action, so that's good. Mm. Nice counting. <laughs> nice counting. Heck yeah. Thank you. <laughs> AJ. Yes. Jake Paul versus Andrew Tate seems to be a lock. Who you got? And for those out there, Jake Paul and Andrew Tate are both essentially social media influencers. Yes. I'm going to take, you know what, man? Meaning they're going to be a lock to box, apparently. Mm-hmm. They're going to be boxing. All right. Yes. Um, I just want Jake Paul to lose so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I got Tate. I want Tate right. to beat him, man. I, I, I'll give you a lowdown on the whole situation. Andrew Tate, so, so age means a lot in boxing. I, I, 
what people don't know is I love boxing. I love boxing. I don't talk very very much. It's kind of like I've been, I've been uh, whatever has happened in my past. I keep a lot of my passions very close to me. So here, here's the breakdown of this fight, by the way. Andrew Tate is 35 years old. Age means huge things. He's past his prime, supposedly. Uh, he doesn't train as he trains. Andrew Tate trains pretty well. Like he still is. He's very buff. He's he has Bro, good. He's a world champion kickboxer. He is a world oh, yeah. champion, Sorry, but he was a kickboxer. Is that's what they're going to have? Which not much changes. They're both yeah. all strikers. It um, is different, though. I get it. Jake Paul is twenty five years old. Okay. At the max of his testosterone, he has. He's learning now. Here's the other side. Andrew Tate has the experience over him by far. Mm-hmm. Um, six fights doesn't teach you much. Andrew Tate fought over seventy six fights. Yeah, he so, fought killers, bro. And uh, <laughs> kickboxing is also known to be more ruthless than boxing at oh, times. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially since boxing has, since the era of Mike Tyson and around that area, and the heavyweight era, has decreased quite so, a bit. So, so are you saying you're taking Paul based on... Um, the only other thing that I haven't looked into yet is weight class. And That's a good call. Do. Uh, if it's not in Andrew Tate's weight class, this is going to be a hard fight for him. This I definitely a very feel like... hard fight for him. I'm a, how, yeah. This is gonna. It's gonna be really rough, uh, just because of my experience knowing inside of what a he weighs. Uh, he fought at 198 pounds. They're about so the same. If it's same weight class, I think Tate can pull it off. Yeah. Um, now I think these fights are rigged. He's also six three. Which uh, how tall I is? I think it? I think Jake Paul's like six one. Um. So Jake Paul is fighting weight. He fought at cruiserweight. Which we talked about. Yeah, he weighed in at one eighty seven. So he, yeah, dude, they're gonna be at the same. Which is gonna be my guess good. is they're gonna fight at what one eighty seven yeah. probably. They're gonna meet in the middle. So uh, Jake Paul has a seventy six inch reach, which is his arm length. Yeah. For people who don't know out there, and he has six one. Yeah. Uh, so Andrew yeah. Tate does have the height advantage. It's uh, whether Tate that also comes with a reach advantage because sometimes Some it does. Tail of tape, I love it. Um, yeah. I think I think Jake Paul, as long as this fight isn't super yeah. rigged, he is going he's biting off more than he can chew because as long as Tate prepares for this fight as though he was. So you think they wins? Yeah or nay. Tate or Paul, if you gotta you gotta put money on the line. I would put money on Tate. I think he's the safer bet. Okay. Even but you're saying it could go the other way because the age and the all this it, stuff. It could definitely sure. go the other I'm way. I'm gonna tell you right now, I can whip some twenty five year olds out there right now. I'm just being honest with oh, you. Oh yeah. You know, me being younger and The only Tate, thing that worries but, uh, me is the fact that he did beat Anderson Silva. Oh, yeah, agreed. Now, but Anderson Silva's 48 years old. And definitely, if you saw him, was not in the best shape I'd seen yep. him in. Yeah. However, I, I'm with you, man. I'm going to I'm gonna take Tate for yep. the same reason Clint said. He's a, he fought 76 some, 70 some times at the height, the best kickboxers in the world. He was a world champion. Yep. I, I agree with you. It is a different sport. He will tell you that himself. I'm going to go out. I'm not even saying skill-wise. I'm going to go with experience here. Yep. And I'm going to say that Tate wins based on experience. I hope he does. I hope he does, too. I will, I will say this, too, from watching the tail of the Tate, uh, watching Tate fight. Tate wasn't always a kicker. He wasn't always, He was in kickboxing. He definitely used his knees to block. Listen, that's going to be a big thing. But he is. I love this stuff. A striker. But a lot of these people aren't going to listen to us that's talk fair. about fighting in depth. I like it. We can talk about that on live or something. But, Yes. Clint is passionate about it, which I love. Yes. But that's my vote. So Tate, Tate. Tate. All right. But 3 0 Tate. Yeah, we'll see. Here we see. go. Todd, AJ, and Clint. Do you guys have mentors? Yes. He's right here. <laughs> Same. He's right on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Do Todd, I have... Todd is my mentor. Oh. 
so odd, isn't it? Um, well, you guys need to find a better one. Um, I would no. say that <clears throat> I've always wanted a mentor. I guess right now, technically, I do. I've been a terrible mentee. Told you guys about the professor out in Maine, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been terrible, dude. He has taken the time to respond to me in depth because we have to do it via email. Yeah. And I have not responded. But yes, I do technically. And I have one that's really willing to be involved in my life and has actually answered some really good questions of mine. And it's cool because he's outside of the state even. Yeah. And I just haven't, I just, you know, have not, have dropped the ball on my end. So I hope that he's still, this is kind of convicting because it reminds me, I hope that he still is willing to invest in me when I respond to him and I need to do that. And I'm asking you guys to make sure I do that. Like, I will ask make me about sure you it. do that. I will make a note. Because the thing is, it's not because I've been ignoring him. He he really has been real in my life and yeah. responded real. And I want to take the time to respond real. And as you know, I'm not in charge of my schedule, it feels like. Like even now, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm rushing a little bit because I am late for a meeting right now. Right. So I end up running around. I get it, man. Yeah. Anyway. I think that was um, everything. Though. I think yeah. That was all the questions. Mentors are very important, though, man. They are, dude. And for men especially, you know, out throughout history, men taught men. And nowadays it didn't happen often. Especially with, you know, you look at um, most families, the, the husband is, or I mean, the, the father's absent. So we mm-hmm. don't even get that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Great questions. We have some awesome articles, and this isn't just because I'm in, a, you know, I'm late because I've already decided that we can't do that. But um, I will, I will leave you with one. We talked about this a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that the United Methodist Church um, has had a split. Yes, and in North Carolina alone, 249 churches have left the United Methodist. Con- uh, you know, we can't talk about. It. We'll talk about it later. But to let you guys know, this is going on. The United Methodist church over homosexuality mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. according to a statement the number of represented 32 percent of their membership um, anyway it's pretty wild man oh um, yeah it's a big deal it boils down to uh, they you know progressive leaders have refused to enforce rules against blessing same-sex union or or ordaining non-celibate homosexuals so Big deal, man. I'm, from what I've yes. heard, and I can't, I cannot. So this, please, almost hesitate to say it, but I, I mean, this is affecting local churches. Mm-hmm. We do know that for a fact. There was a visitor that came from the church where his church was voting what to do. Um, if you remember, he I came do. to visit. So mm-hmm. big stuff happening. Anyway, oh, yeah. this is a good show, man. I love today's show. Love it. What uh, you got? Anything you want to say? Just listen, guys. Social media needs it. Share this video. Share the podcast, whatever you're watching from YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, Spotify, any of the any of the sources that we put the show out on, just share it and tell people why you're watching it. Because mm-hmm. you never know who it's gonna affect and you never know what kind of lives you could change just by sharing a simple video. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So appreciate you. Thank you. Amen. What do you got? Fun turn anything? If you're watching on the podcast, please do leave us a review. A five star review would really help us out on the business side of things. Um, if you're just, just leave a little blurb in there too. It doesn't have to be too crazy. Just say that you like ibuprofen I, I, at this point. You, you don't have to be crazy. I mean, you can leave us a heartfelt message. We do see them and we do appreciate More them. More than you know. But we need those five-star views so we can get out there and get to the top of the charts. So we really would appreciate that. If you don't got nothing nice to say and you want to give us a one-star, we ask that you don't and that you keep on walking down the line and you go find a different podcast. <laughs> and you go find somebody you like. There you go. All right. Hey, I love you guys so much. We're so thankful. I know we started the show off. We're going to end with it. Thank you so much to the real ones, the Real Talk Fan Club, but also thank you to all of you that watch. He said it. When you're watching this show, yeah, we have fun, but you are. I, I, we know for a fact we have heard countless stories of people 
excuse me, whose lives have been impacted for the positive by this show. I know it seems crazy because we're, we're goobery sometimes, but that's true. <laughs> God has blessed people through that, um, and, and, and social media does need it. I want to leave you with this, and I'm saying it to me, and it's saying to us, listen, guys, sometimes when we think about God, we can think that we, we recognize that God is God, and he's all-powerful, and we fear him, right? And we say things like, hey, the uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and we think that that means we kind of justify living in fear of God, but that fear... That's not fear in the sense we're thinking. It's like awe. When I stand before, um, you know, the Great the Grand Canyon, and there's that feeling in some where you're saying, "This is bigger than me." That's oh, yeah. the thing with God. Why am I saying all this? Because sometimes, and I know I do this, we can let ourselves view God as just this all powerful enforcer policeman. When the truth is, is that the Bible says God is love. God loves you. Everything that God feels towards you, as if you put your faith in Him, is love. He loves you. He wants good for you. He has promised to bring good for you. I don't know what that looks like. And sometimes we have such a limited perspective that when really hard things happen, we can't see the good in that. But we have to remember that if some of it's true, it's all true. And that means that God is love, which what? That isn't some kind of trick. Hmm. You know, when God says, what kind of father would give his son a rock when he asks for bread, right? If we know a good father wouldn't do that, how much more will your heavenly father do for you? Keep asking, keep seeking, trust him, and know that he loves you. He's got this, and live free, man. He died so that we can live free and live in peace, joy, and all those beautiful things. We love you so much. Have a great day, and God bless you. 